Hi, everyone, and welcome to the State of State Schools podcast. I'm your host, John Stamper, Christian author, former homeschooler, and former public school teacher. Once a week, I'll give a quick recap of the most important headlines in education and pull back the curtain on what's really happening in our kids' schools. If you're a teacher, parent, or homeschool family, this podcast is for you. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode number five. We have six headlines to get to, all coming from the week of January 30th. The first one comes from Upward News, a school district in Wisconsin, teaches a week-long lesson on sexuality and gender identity to its elementary students. Madison Metropolitan School District is teaching lessons provided by the Human Rights Campaign as part of its quote-unquote welcoming schools initiative. Teachers watch a training video, something I'm familiar with, which instructs them on topics such as gender identity, gender expression, and understanding the definitions of terms like lesbian, gay, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, and intersex. Younger students learn about gender through a gender snow person and are able to decide if they themselves are a boy, a girl, both or neither. So they're telling five-year-olds they can be both genders or neither. So if they're neither, then what are they? An it? Are they human? Older elementary students learn about romantic and sexual attraction and are able to choose their own places on a gender spectrum, a sex spectrum, a gender expression spectrum, and a sexual orientation spectrum. The video training states that by ages two to four, quote, most kids know who they are, how they identify, whether they feel like they are a boy or a girl, both or neither. Though they may not have the words for it, they know in their hearts and in their minds how they identify. If we aren't talking about these different identities, Students don't see themselves, and they feel like they don't belong in our schools. So two- to four-year-old kids knowing their hearts who they really are, what does the Bible say about, you know, man's heart, that it's exceedingly wicked and that rebellion is in the heart of a child? Okay. Two- to four-year-old kids need guidance and instruction. They need boundaries and limits. Okay. They need adults to tell them the truth, to tell them no. My opinion The Human Rights Campaign reported they reached over 130,000 teachers in 2021 through this Welcoming Schools initiative. So it sounds like such a great thing, right? Welcoming schools. We're a welcoming school. How could anyone not like that? It's like when I was teaching for Chicago Public Schools, I was given a LGBTQ flag to put on my door that said, quote, everyone is welcome. Well, of course, all students are welcome. It's a public school. I had never refused entry to any of my students. Does that really, you know, need to be broadcasted? So the way I see it, when they say, quote, we are welcoming, it really means we're totally on board with the whole gender theory indoctrination thing. Uh, Another interesting thing about the teacher training video, which I'll post a link to that um, on this episode, is at the beginning of the video, it talks about how students show their gender expression through clothing, through hairstyles, and through mannerisms. 
So it's based on stereotypes. That's how you know, you know, your gender. So if your clothes, your hair, your mannerisms lean one way or the other on the gender spectrum, then that's your gender. Okay. But then at the end of the training video, it talks about how the majority of bullying is about gender expression and that we should quote, address and challenge these gender stereotypes in terms of bullying. So address it and challenge it. So on one hand, stereotypes is bullying. But then on the other hand, stereotypes are determining the gender of five-year-olds and that's wonderful. So this is part of the harmful confusion of gender theory, especially for kids this young. All right, headline number two comes from Fox News. A school board member in Arizona warns of a new high school science curriculum that promotes transgenderism and teaches that biological sex is not binary. In the Peoria Unified School District in Arizona, a recently elected school board member leaked the proposed curriculum, warning parents about a radical textbook. On the topic of biological sex, one passage from the textbook reads, quote, we now know that sex is not a binary state with just two defined outcomes, end quote. So they're saying there are males, females, and an unknown number of other genders. This is an example of gender theory. Uh, it goes on to say, quote, some individuals are born with intermediate sexual characteristics or even with anatomical features that do not match an individual's sense of their own gender meaning transgender individuals. Sex determination is an active area of research that should yield a more sophisticated understanding in years to come. So this is an example of the narrative that being transgender is normal, natural, and healthy. And this is the standard take for LGBTQ curriculum in schools. So the good news is that the school board member is new and is there to warn parents about stuff like this making its way into schools. Also, this is a proposed textbook and hasn't been adopted yet. So I would expect two things to continue or trend across the country. One, radical woke curriculum like this is going to be proposed and or adopted in public schools. And two, more anti-woke parents will run and be elected for school boards to kind of put an end to this stuff. My opinion is that it's always best to homeschool with a biblical foundation. But if you're stuck with public or private schools, you've got to be involved in the curriculum adoption process. Headline number three comes from the Christian Post. A bill was proposed in North Dakota that would prohibit schools from making accommodations for students who identify as transgender or any species other than human. House Bill 1522 was introduced in the North Dakota Assembly on January 24th. The bill is sponsored by six Republican state lawmakers as a, quote, emergency measure to prohibit any public or private schools from adopting a policy that caters to a student's perceived or expressed gender, including a preferred gender pronoun, if the perceived or expressed gender is inconsistent with the student's sex. The bill would prohibit schools from using preferred pronouns as well as providing students with facilities like bathrooms, locker rooms, or programs if the student's perceived or expressed gender does not correlate with their biological sex. 
If passed, the bill would allow schools to provide unisex bathrooms for individuals who underwent a sex change operation prior to the bill being passed. And the student's parents or legal guardian would have to provide written consent. Representative Lori Van Winkle was quoted saying, yes, we have people who would like to claim themselves as animals, such as cats and dogs. Van Winkle went on to say, the bill's intent was really more to protect sex as male and female and to include the crazy idea that some think they can identify as animals. That is not the role of an education system to provide accommodation for delusional thinking, end quote. While the LGBT division at NBC says the proposed bill comes from an urban myth about litter boxes in schools, the bill does not mention litter boxes. Uh, regarding students identifying as non-human, Representative Scott Dyke confirmed that yes, there is an issue confirmable. So remember, for a long time, everyone was denying that critical race theory and gender theory were being taught in K-12 schools. And it didn't take long for that to be disproved as we can see here. I can also state that from personal experience. All right, moving on to headline number four from the Christian Post, parents in Ohio are under investigation after starting a homeschool group to raise kids as Nazis. The parents run a group called Dissident Homeschool, which has over 2,500 members on the communication app Telegram, and they share Nazi-approved materials for teaching. The mother, who goes by the name Mrs. Saxon, stated, quote, we are so deeply invested into making sure that that child becomes a wonderful Nazi, and by homeschooling, we're going to get that done. Some of their materials use quotes from Adolf Hitler to teach cursive, as well as describing Martin Luther King Jr. as the antithesis of our civilization and our people. A spokesperson for the state's DOE said they're, quote, actively reviewing the dissident homeschool group's compliance with statutory and regulatory requirements, and that, quote, per Ohio law, the Ohio Department of Education does not review or approve homeschool curriculum. So this goes to show you that while I am very pro homeschooling, not all homeschooling material is good, which is why I emphasize not just homeschooling, but homeschooling with a biblical worldview. Next headline comes again from the Christian Post. An elementary school in Virginia replaces its principal and increases security after a six-year-old student shot his teacher in the chest. I actually covered this story in episode four, so if you want those details, go check that out. The school is in Newport News, Virginia, and it reopened this week with new metal detectors, clear student backpacks, and an increased police presence. Some parents were anxious about sending kids back to school, while others were happy to see increased security. A grandmother of one student said, quote, it's sad that we have to go in and see all the officers there at the elementary school with these babies, but it made my heart feel better that they were there taking it serious, end quote. One new piece of information that was not covered previously is that the six-year-old boy who shot his teacher has an acute disability, and part of his care plan, quote, included his mother or father attending school with him and accompanying him to class every day, end quote. However, it's not clear if his parents were to sit with him in class or simply accompany him to class and leave him at the class doors. Either way, it's an awful situation. 
I'm not a parent yet, but it's crazy to think about sending kids back into a school where there was just a school shooting. But then I feel awful for the families that feel like they have no other option, like they're stuck in a public school or feel like there's no way they could homeschool. That's something that's up to each family, of course. But as always, I can 100% vouch for the effectiveness and benefits of homeschooling. All right, our final headline for this episode comes from Fox Business in Missouri. 30 middle school students attended a drag show as part of a class trip. A group called, quote, Inclusion Plus performed at an annual event called the Columbia Values Diversity Breakfast. The city's website says the event, quote, typically features a breakfast, award presentations, artistic celebrations, and a keynote address. Parents were given permission slips that needed to be signed for students to attend the event. One parent posted the permission slip on Facebook showing that it mentioned, quote, songs and performances, but nothing about a drag show. The school district said they were not provided details of the performances ahead of time and that there was, quote, an unfortunate amount of misinformation, end quote. Missouri's attorney general has called for the resignation of any school official who knew about the event. The attorney general also stated, quote, we have sent a model resolution to the Missouri School Board Association and asked them to circulate it with their members. And that resolution would prevent any future school officials from taking students to a drag show because drag shows have no place in our schools. We want to empower parents, and that's why we're in this fight, end quote. So this is messed up on a number of levels. Officials, school officials admitted they weren't given details about the, quote, diversity breakfast, yet they still allowed students to go, even though they didn't know what was going to happen. So as I've mentioned before, kind of a suggestion, if you're in a public, private, or charter school and you have speakers or you go on a class trip, one possible solution could be having a page on the school's website that shows who the speakers are and what they'll be discussing with detail. All right, everybody, that's all we have for this episode. That's the State of State Schools. See you next time.